Happy Friday, and thanks for making it through the first week with us on the Into the Night Minute, a show where every week uh, teams of Movies by Minute podcasters get together and talk about one minute of John Landis' 1985 thriller comedy. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of the Airport Minute, the uh, Die Hard Minute, the Apollo 13 Minute, and the Rocketeer Minute. And I'm Hal Bryan, also of the Rocketeer Minute, and uh, I did my time on the Die Hard Minute as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I guess, and I guess on many of many of my shows where you're not the co-host, but it's <laughs> great. We're make, making it through a whole week here, and uh, we're actually getting into dialogue and all kinds of stuff. It's, right. Dialogue, it's very, acting. Yeah, and uh, picking picking props like eggs and things. Yeah. And Ellen and puts just, down the newspaper. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> for this minute. I'm just uh, one of the things that hit me about this particular minute is we are a long time from the '80s. I keep forgetting. <laughs> That the 80s was, you know, a long, long time ago. And one of the biggest things that I noticed, and we, we talked about this uh, yesterday, was that uh, Ed's putting on a tie. And uh, Ellen actually watched Ellen put on a, a, a suit. She's wearing a, a right. business suit. And she's, you know, all dolled up with, uh, with uh, jewelry and things. And I keep thinking, I haven't seen that in an office in this decade. As, as no. we're recording in 2019, it's, it's a whole different world. I mean, people... My dad used to say it was people would dress like they're going to the laundromat, and uh, <laughs> it, it's uh, it's just kind of a, a different world now. Yeah, that uh, that you know lavender suit that she puts on, the, the sort of the blazer over the the blouse and the skirt is. Uh, I mean, number one, it, it couldn't possibly be more eighties. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. You know, it's she even looks pink like the, and gray. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Even the color, she looks like the cover of you know a VHS copy of Miami Vice. <laughs> Yes, which, so. which premiered the same year as this movie. So, yeah, uh, yeah it, and uh, I, although I do wear the uh, check shirt that uh, that Jeff Goldblum has on, I swear I have at least three issues of that. Although mostly they're short sleeve nowadays, that uh, uh, shouldn't sure. survive in that in Texas. So that's still that's fairly timeless, and that you know we're far enough from the '70s that the collar is a respectable size. As you know, the collar doesn't generate lift. Or, yeah. you know, provide shade. <laughs> you can't camp in the collar yeah. like you could on a 70s shirt. Yeah, it doesn't so. look like a, the, uh, the, the the corners don't look like uh, you folded down an envelope. Um, but, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, it's just, just it's, oh. it's amazing how, I mean, this is within our lifetimes. And, and right. you know, I, I can remember, it, I'm sure even at, it, like, Microsoft, which is usually a pretty laid-back place, that was still a, uh, uh, a shirt and tie kind of a place as far as I know. At, um, at this point, Probably still just just barely. I, you know, I I joined up. Let's see, when did I start at Microsoft? So about ten years after this movie, and uh, and by that time, boy, if you wore, basically, if you wore pants, everybody was asking you, you know, where's your job interview? Yeah. <laughs> so if you weren't in, you know, shorts and a t-shirt and just taking it real easy. Yeah. Um, but uh, and of course, you know, you you can't mention the '80s without uh, mentioning her hair. Oh, you know, big, big, big hair. Yes, this big, solid, you know, good, uh, good mid eighties helmet. Yeah, yeah. She, it's, it's the, it's the mullet with the full sides too. Right. So, yes. Yeah, the mullet would be the mohawk version of that hair that she's got on. But yeah, quite right. well coiffed. I'm sure she has a, um, a, a glove compartment full of hair picks. Just, uh, exactly. Fluff it up, fluff it up that big. But you know, Goldblum himself looks really pretty, pretty timeless. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, he's always got sort of a timeless look about him, anyway, and you could always sort of, you know, but you could you could pluck him out of this movie and and 
plug him in in a lot of different decades. And he wouldn't. He doesn't look like he's dressed like the '80s, like uh, yeah, yeah, this, nearly as much as she does with the hair and the outfit and the colors. Yeah, he he could go into a time machine. That's not a that, that's not an ATM, and uh, yes, exactly. and, and show up and probably could fit in anywhere, uh, uh, maybe a decade and a half either side of it. Uh, even beyond, I mean, they, right. e- both of them could get away with it. Uh, Ellen less. I, I don't, I don't know that many business suits are sold. Um, my uh, my daughter was a purchaser. Well, she she would sell to uh, purchasers in places like New York and Company and things, and uh, mostly jewelry. But a lot of these companies were going out of business because people don't buy business clothes anymore. That's that's not a thing. And uh, that's it's, interesting. It's kind of like the rarity now that you right. know if you're you're dressing for the office you're going to put on a pair of slacks and a you know and a, and a shirt and that's about it. Nobody, you know, it's sweaters or you know sweaters over a t-shirt shirt or a tank top or something. Right. And uh, and on a casual day, throw on a pair of jeans. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wear your wear your favorite t-shirt that has whatever the company logo is on it. So yeah, it's just an interesting times gone by. Even subtle things like the. The eyeliner and stuff—that's not that—that's not wouldn't work in contemporary society, I don't think. Um, you I, mean hers, right? Yeah, her, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of course, you know, having seen Ragnarok, uh, Ed—you know—Jeff Goldblum has pretty much taken on most of the makeup that would be used in this scene. That's right. And uh, we do get a, a view of the finally the third lamp in this uh, picture. And so that was quite a bright room. I can imagine if they had every light on. Absolutely, that's. Well, like I said, it doesn't take much to light up uh, 1,200 square feet. Now, I, I do have a question in the dialogue here as we're, as we're uh, following along. We're, we're watching the two of them talk, and, of course, we get the first sight gag of Ellen uh, pulling, the, you know, pulling the breakfast out from underneath Ed uh, right. as he's about to take his first uh, bite of, uh, of the omelet. And uh, she doesn't even seem to notice that. But uh, what, that, what kicked that off was uh, two taps on a horn, and uh, her mentioning that it's Stan waiting for her, you know, that's her carpool ride. You may have the same question I did. And then, if, if we're following along, the horn beeps three times, and she said, oh, Herb's probably going berserk by now. Right. So it, does that mean that Stan and Herb are waiting outside? I was just, I, at first I thought, well, maybe it was just a, a, a flub, but I'm assuming that uh, that Stan is driving, and, you know, and, and he's picked up Herb. Now he's here to pick up uh, pick up Ellen. Yeah, well, we're we're gonna find out that Herb. Oh, so. Well, uh, they're going to different places though, because later on we're gonna see Herb going to uh, Ed's place of work. But I'm I didn't know if the four. I don't think the four of them go together, or maybe no, I'm wrong. I, I, you're right. I don't think the four of them go together. Yeah, because but. because Herb. Okay. What it is is Herb is being picked up by Ed because later on they'll be in Ed's car when they when they're stuck in traffic. Uh, that's that's a future minute for another another group. But when we see them in traffic, oh, they're right. in they're in Ed's car, and he's going to have to come right. back to the house later well, on anyway. And you know, and I missed a key a key bit of dialogue here. So when when Ellen's ride honks the second time, she says, "Oh, you'd better go." Yeah. So she's telling she's, she's telling Jeff Goldblum he's got to go pick up Herb and Stan is picking picking her up. Okay, so I, right. I had and, misread and the he, dialogue and mis- and, then, and then he said Herb can wait, but I, I wasn't under yeah. the I, I couldn't figure out why all the beeping was and was Herb standing outside on the curb or something. It just didn't right. You think fly. she's just telling him that it's her line that says, "Oh, you'd better go." Yeah, like she's leaving in a hurry and you better hurry too because 
you know, my carpool right. guy's mad and, you know, your guy's going to be mad if you don't get out of here, too. Yeah, which confuses so. me because she sits down after that. You know, she she takes a seat after she says, you know, there's Stan, I better go. Oh, and she right. puts all the dishes away. I just can't figure out why she sat down again. It didn't didn't quite fly with me. I yeah. And, and very... it's not like she's suddenly sort of stopping and paying attention and and being sort of extra concerned necessarily, but yeah, I mean, she's, she's trying to be, she's paying some lip service to it, but, uh, you know, I got to tell you this whole scene, um, the, in, the dialogue in this minute in particular, kind of set the tone for me that this, this maybe wasn't going to be the movie that I thought it was uh, going to be. This is not, you know, everybody else will get to sort of step through the movie and talk about the tone and everything else, but this is not a, you know, rip roaring, uh, yeah, animal yeah, house like a, level comedy necessarily. There's a there's a there's a sad tone it, underneath. The yeah, bittersweet it's it's tone. it's low it's low key. They seemed alienated to each other. Yeah. She's she's doing stuff and he's acting like a zombie. I mean, she's she's expressing her concern, right? But you know, and and then and all during this time, the insomnia that he has, I keep wondering, is that pushing her away? Is that making her, you know, I mean, she's trying. She made right. him breakfast and she but just took it time. away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> took it away just when he had one little forkful of, uh, forkful of eggs there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's interesting how this plays out. I mean, that's, it's, it's funny, but there's a, there's a sadness even to that. That's like, oh, I don't even get my breakfast. It's, yeah. It's not, uh, you know, it, it's not slapstick at that point. It's just, yeah, it's just a slice of life thing, and it's just right. kind of, and it's not a not a great life. It's just kind of a very very sad. Right. And unless there's a window, I'm assuming there's a window opposite uh, Ellen. That's a really that's a really claustrophobic house. Oh the, sure. The kitchen is just a little box to the left, uh, not much bigger than uh, uh, Jacqueline Bisset's uh, uh, pied de terre at the you know the the, the stewardess crash pad in the airport. To quote another right. movie. But uh, it's a very tight little house, and so they lead a very tight little life. Um, it's not, you know, I, I, there's a complete lack of tchotchkes in this house, so I don't... Yes. This I, house has no flair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it needs at least 15 pieces, but now, yeah. <laughs> any indication, uh, either from what you've researched or what you can see on screen, whether or not this might have been shot uh, in inside it, the house where they shot it, the exterior. It was, it was, it was shot in that same, uh, that same place. Okay. This is uh this is on set. And uh, um, from what I was reading, uh, somebody talking about being able to, being able to shoot in neighborhoods. Uh, a lot of times you can't shoot during the day. And uh, this, this house may be sh- shooting day for night, like, or night for day. Oh, that sure. the, the lights that we're seeing coming through the windows, it, this might be the middle of the night, and they're actually shining bright lights on the outside windows just right. to make sure that it's evenly, uh, and, which makes sense. I mean, because then you don't have to worry about weather or anything else. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's peculiar, though. It's just uh, a very uncomfortable kind of house. Right. Um, I wish I, I really wish there were more to this minute. I, I, <laughs> I you know, it's you like want. it's uh I mean we've we've talked enough about it earlier in the week, but it's just this 
there's a whole much more to go. And this is kind of like you've played adventure, the text, the text adventure game adventure. Oh, you know, of course, you're, you're in a maze full of twisty passages. All yeah, alike and... long before you get to the, you know, the, the emerald the size of a plover's egg or any of that, you have to stand outside the door and read the labels. stuff. This is kind of the vestibule to the rest of the movie. It really is. We're getting an um, establishing it's... thing. Ed's married to Ellen. They, Ed, seems to be, Ed seems to have insomnia all the time. Right. And um, he doesn't have an explanation as to why he has insomnia. It doesn't sound like he's seen a doctor or anything. No. And, uh, you know, it, obviously it's some kind of a stress that we don't know about. Right. But we're going to find out all about that in the next, you know, 100 and, 100 and so min- 110 minutes or so. Uh, we're going to f- where this is going. Right. Well, in this minute, uh, you know, the, there's two, I think, very sort of poignant lines in this minute there's of course earlier on his uh his just love me okay this, yeah you know, he was just asking you know, just just love me it's just that's you know that's not hilarious that's yeah yeah that's just that's, that's pathos really. yeah exactly it's tinged yeah. with pathos and then the you know the very last line in this minute which we know uh comes up again later on in the film is you know she says i gotta go she kisses the top of his head she says have a nice day yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, not only the, the have a nice day, but the, the kissing him on the top of the head. It's like, right. it's that's the opposite. Not exactly romantic. It's that's what you do to your uh, cocker spaniel as you leave in the morning. You know, it's uh, it's it's kind of a, a display of affection, but it's not affectionate. Exactly. She uh, like she keeps giving him the look. I mean, you know, I'm probably just reading into it. She's giving me a look like that. This is the maximum I can give you right now. Right. So off I go. Off I go. There's other. I have other priorities. So at least we've set the scene as to what the relationship is like, and we're gonna. We'll come back to. We'll come back to their household later as as the as the movie progresses. But this kind of gives you the flavor of what's to come, and uh, we'll we'll leave that to the other hosts to uh, <laughs> to bring up. But uh, I think anyway, we've, we've teed them up. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all ready to go. Hopefully, not them off. We've teed them yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, but they'll they'll have all the good episodes coming up. But we have we have pretty good episodes here. We get to talk a lot about the cast and things. So that's good. But um, anyway, thank thank you, Hal, for for giving us a great week. And uh, oh, thank you for for uh, getting the team back together. And if people and don't show up, we might. One. If people don't show up for all these episodes, I'm producing this this <laughs> show, so we may we may be back on if uh, depending if if anybody gets the chicken pox or something. But we'll hopefully not. Everybody will get their get their uh, shows in. And, but, and uh, anyway. have, have had their shots. Yes, please. Oh, yes, by all means, and you know, uh, spay or neuter your pets too. So, we'll, uh, <laughs> anyway, we'll get we'll get there, F- folks. Thanks, thank you again for listening to the first weeks. We've got about uh, fourteen more weeks to go. So please, uh, please keep checking back. Uh, we are part of a large group called Movies by Minutes, and Movies by Minutes, uh, like we're doing this week and, and every week, we take apart a, a movie, probably one of your favorite movies, uh, one minute at a time. And uh, right now, we've got over one hundred and thirty different movies cataloged. Uh, you can find more information about that at Movies minutes.com if you'd like to talk more about this particular movie we're always available on social media uh, join us at our facebook site the king lives the uh, uh into the night minute listeners limo uh, or you can find us on uh twitter at night minute and uh at the big site uh nightminute.com where we have all our previous episodes and uh just a little bit more information about the individual movies by minutes host uh, so join us out there you can also f- Find us, is, as is your want, on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Uh, just go into there, type in uh, Into the Night Minute, 
And uh, you can click subscribe and get us delivered hot and fresh every Monday through Friday, uh, first thing in the morning. Uh, Thank you for joining us this week. We'll have a new crew next week, uh, but we will see you here next time on the Into the Night Minute. Thank you or what? I'd say I fall in the or what category.